Yo, 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 what is happening? Welcome to the NS9 postgame show. I am your host, Jim. Joining me tonight is Doug. And What's when up, Doug guys? is on the show, it means one thing happened, Doug. It means the Pirates won. <laughs> we got another win, right? We, we got, got another w. win. Got that was a, w. a nice win, too. First place American League team. Uh, you know, they running out a starting pitcher with a 1.69 ERA. Uh, they're scoring a ton of runs. And Luis Ortiz just dealt. Uh, I, I think you said it on Starbucks this morning. He's going to have the best start of his, you know, the season, and then get sent out. So, yeah. Oh man, a lot of a uh, lot of good stuff to talk about today. But but yeah, I mean, you hit the nail on the head there. The Rangers came into today twenty nine and seventeen on an absolute tear. Their offense has been just crushing the ball lately. Um, Pirates offense kind of, you know skidding here here right. as of late to, to, right. to put it nicely um and yeah, well, we gave up that be, first run i was scared <laughs> gave up the yeah i mean gave up the run there in the sixth that was ortiz's first run he gave up but um yeah we'll we'll get to ortiz just an outstanding start from ortiz but this is just i mean this is a big win it's a, it's a home win against a team that you know quite frankly is is better than the Pittsburgh Pirates. Right. Um, so it's nice to take this first game. Uh, and now, you know, you you just – your goal now is to split these last two, and then you can take this series against the Rangers. So excellent first game of this series. Let's start with – well, let's, let's go ahead. Who do you guys think is the player of the game? I'm going to go ahead and say I think the player of the game. There's two people we, you could go with, but right. – Gosh, let's talk about Luis Ortiz. Um, Third start of the season. He picks up his first win of his career. Um, Seven and two-thirds innings, five hits, two runs, two walks, four strikeouts. The efficiency was outstanding. He mixed in four different pitches. Like He didn't just like heavily lean on one. Like He was mixing and he was pitching tonight. just an outstanding start from Luis Ortiz. He did, by the way, before we kind of get into a start, only three Pirates rookie pitchers have done what Luis Ortiz has done since 2010. And that is uh, James and Tyone, Trevor Williams, and Luis Ortiz now. Only three starting pitchers in the last 13 years to uh, to go as deep into a ball game as he did today. So, yeah, Luis Ortiz. Yeah. I mean, what, he, your thoughts was, on it? He was terrific. I mean, he started right out. Just going after hitters. Uh, I mean, they didn't need a pitch clock tonight because I mean he was getting the ball and just firing it. It was just it was really fun to watch. Kept you engaged. Kept the hitters off balance. He, he was just attacking. He wasn't trying to nibble. He had a three. The fourth inning, I think he threw three pitches uh, or four oh, pitches had, to get three out. Had, I mean, just he had a bunch I, of innings like yeah, that. Where yeah, he it was, was just like four, right, five, six pitch you're, innings. Yeah. You're like, wait, he's it's 51 pitches through five. It's 61 pitches through six. You know, it's like it was just beautiful. It was just it's the start. 
we've been waiting for since last year. Um, it, it's the the kind of starts that that you know last year the discussion was wow if he's for real this rebuild just takes a step forward and, and then he you know he comes up this year and he struggles and uh, boy he looked good tonight though you, you know you feel I mean chances are he's going back down and, and I wouldn't argue that as strong as Bucko Mike is already um, but you know, is he something to look forward to? And it, you feel much better now. Okay. Even if he gets sit down, it's like, all right, against a really good hitting lineup, uh, maybe the best hitting lineup in, in baseball right now, uh, arguably. Uh, yep. You know, he, he, I mean, he just, he dominated them. It, it, it wasn't close. <laughs> you know, um, After he got the big lead, he kind of, you know, maybe lost a little focus and, and but man, what a nice, outstanding outstanding effort yeah i think um i I think what ended up happening like once he found out that like once he kind of realized that the complete game was within reach like you could tell he just kind of started overthrowing and got himself into a little bit of problems there in the eighth inning but yeah nonetheless excellent start and i want to talk about the pitch mix because you know so many people Luis Ortiz needs a third pitch. Luis Ortiz needs a third pitch. Luis Ortiz needs the third pitch. He threw four pitches today more than 16 times. Like he, he threw four different pitches more than 16 times a piece. Um, four, 32 fastball, four seam fastballs today, 27 sliders, 18 sinkers, 16 changeups. I want to talk about the changeup in particular. He threw 16 of them. Um, there was a 40% whiff rate on his changeups today, um, 10 swings and four of those generated swings and misses. Uh, in particular, Corey Seager, he, he yeah. kind of peppered Corey Seager with some really nice changeups. Yes, it was did. just, it was really nice to see because I mean, you're, you're talking about Corey Seager, who, um, I believe has won an MVP award I and mean, I could be wrong, but if he hasn't won an MVP award, he was like top three or four. Yeah. One point. Rookie of the year, I think. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, like, but Whatever. overall, a really, <laughs> really a good really, player, really good baseball player. And Luis Ortiz attacked him. And that first inning where the first bat, the first at bat with, with Seager, um, he hit him with that, that, cha- that change up for strike two and then got him swinging with the change up for strike three, just outstanding pitches. Um, and that's, that's honestly like the results were impressive tonight, seven and two thirds, two innings, impressive results, but, seeing him mix in all four pitches tonight was just really cool to see. Yeah, it was. Um, I think you probably have to give a little credit to hedges uh, for the, you know, the game he called, I, I, you know, um, it you know, definitely seemed to guide him into a, to a, again, just a phenomenal start. Um, I mean, it, Ortiz executed it. It doesn't matter who, you know, how great a game you're calling if the guy, he was making his pitches and he kept that lineup off balance. Um, it, it was, it was, it was fun to see the team fielded well behind him. Uh, uh, I just want to give a little shout out to, to Marcano. I'm starting to get oh, comfortable well. with him. Yeah. I know we're going to get to him <laughs> later, but just as a shortstop, now, his mm-hmm. arm isn't very good but he's feeling he's making the plays. Um, and, and that's all we really need at, at, at this point. And I mean, actually, obviously he's hitting a little, uh, but it, you, I'm starting to understand uh, Charrington's fascination with uh, uh, to Marcano. I will say this, um, you know, when it comes to a shortstop and, and defense, right. 
you really just, you have to make the routine plays. And the Pirates have gone basically this entire season without someone who can do that until we've we've started seeing Tukapita Marcano there now. So, I mean, to keep, I mean, he's, Marcano is making the routine plays at shortstop. He's making some plays that are also, you know, plus defensive plays. Yeah, he's not going to wow anybody with his glove. He's not going to win any gold glove awards. The arm, like you mentioned, not great, but he is, um, he is providing some much needed, even though it's been a small sample size, he's been provide he's he's providing some much needed stability right. at that shortstop position that the team has severely been lacking uh since O'Neill Cruz went down. Absolutely. We um again the 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 routine play has has been our bugaboo. We've seen some guys make spectacular plays deep in the hole, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. But just you know, easy grounders right to them. They they, they don't <laughs> they don't always feel them effectively. Yeah. You know, also, I think if he can continue to do this, this is a, allows us to you know DFA Owings and maybe get uh, uh, another bat up here, um, which would be you know I don't know who I don't know <laughs> yeah, I don't know Who's where from. There, <laughs> I, I can't think of anybody off the top of my head, but, but uh, <laughs> it would be nice to. I mean, Marcano seems to play the position as well as Owings and perhaps better. And obviously yeah. it offers, you know, more plus side on the, uh, at bat. So. No, I, I'm with you hundred percent. Their defense was pretty solid today. Um, you know, especially right. after the game we saw yesterday where there were four, the three errors and five wild pitches, right. seeing a game where it wasn't as sloppy as yesterday, there were still some sloppy things that happened, but yeah. None of them were to the extent of what we saw uh, last last uh, yeah. last night. So, um, but yeah, back to Ortiz. You know, wireless scrapes here. You know, asks would a six man rotation be worthwhile? I mean, because we are going to have to figure out now. Okay, like Vince Velasquez is probably ready to rejoin this rotation. What does right. that mean? Like, yeah. like what, I don't know if there's anyone in this rotation who you can say you no longer belong here. No, absolutely not. It's a, it's a tough call. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's interesting that on May 22nd, we are sort of missing the defense of O'Neill Cruz and the pitching of Vinny Velasquez. So <laughs> I didn't, I don't think I had that on my bingo card, but yeah, yeah I, we want Velasquez back the six man rotation. Uh, I, I don't think the pirate, the pirates, you know, for three years, I think we said, Oh, it looks like the pirates might consider a six man and they never have. Um, it doesn't seem that's something they want to do. Uh, I certainly don't want Mitch Keller pitching less. That's, um, yeah, you, you know, right, right that's, there. That's, yeah. 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 And that's what yeah. you're doing when you, when yeah. you have a six man rotation, everybody just pitches less. Yeah. So it's like, do we really want that? Right. Yeah. I, I, I there's pluses to it, yeah. but I, I, I'm to the thinking here that, uh, you don't go with a six man rotation. If it were me and this was my ball club, Oviedo or Ortiz, you know, may go to the bullpen, right? And then you kind of have them and have them waiting there to to come back and start if you need them. Um, But I think what's going to happen is Ortiz is going to go to AAA. Like I, I would imagine they'll send Ortiz back to AAA until at least the trade deadline when one of these pitchers gets dealt. You know, and right. then he, he rejoins the team or another injury happens. Um, I think I think they're going to probably try to, you know, 
manipulate that service time a little bit more too exactly. with Ortiz. You exactly. know, that, that's, it, it's Push something that, and... like, I don't really want to bring it up after a performance like this, but like, that's a thing that they're going to do. It's what they do. It's, I yeah. mean, there's, you know, um, we're, we're witnessing it in, yeah. uh, with a triple A catcher, a double A catcher. And, you know, but, but if this was Luis Ortiz's last start in the majors for, for some time, um, hell of a job, hell of a job. He proved that, you know what, like, he he belongs he he's not somebody who you know when you call upon him when when he's needed that you know he just absolutely shouldn't shouldn't be there like he's he showed today that upside that scouts fans the team everyone kind of just glows about right yeah yeah he's uh, I, I mean i feel much better about him coming up to make a spot start than uh, jared ikoff or some of the stuff that we ran out last year. Yeah, it's tough. Um, this, no this more is the Wayne Underwood Jr. bullpen games. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, this is the the problem when you you know a a good problem when when you have uh, multiple players producing. Um, you know, so it's not everybody can play, but as they always say, these things tend to work themselves out. Uh, you know, Rowanzi might need a little rest, or you know, there, there's. You know, you can skip him in the rotation just one time or that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So there'll be ways to get him back up here. But yes, I mean, given our our uh, service time manipulation, he's most likely going back for a little while. Mm-hmm. And uh, like you said, it'll, it'll seem more likely uh, to, to see him in early August. Yep. I tend to agree with you there. Um, Holderman came in kind of a uh, cleaned everything up there in the eighth with a, a 101 mile an hour sinker to, uh, to, to strike out. Who, who was that against even that was, it was Seager <laughs> struck out yeah. Seager with 101 yeah. rough day for Corey Seager. Yeah. Uh, 101 did, mile an hour yeah. sinker from, from Holderman gets Seager. He did have the sacrifice fly, I think, but beyond that, yeah, it was a, it was a rough day. That's correct. Yep. Um, Bednar comes in in the ninth, just kind of finish off the pitching before we switch over to the offense. But Bednar comes in on the ninth, in the ninth, um, not a save situation, four run lead. First time really in a while he gets gets knocked around a little bit, gives up yeah. a hit, gives up a home run, um, but strikes out two batters. And that's the perfect situation for it to happen, right? You don't want you, you didn't want to see that with a one run lead. Um, so yeah, he came in. He probably wasn't as locked in. He, you know, he knows he's not giving up four runs. He's obviously that supremely confident in himself. Um, yeah. You know, he's just right. It's not a save situation, and that seems to have plagued closers since they've invented closers. If it's not a save situation, they're just not, you know, as hyped up or or, or focused or what have you. But no harm, no foul. He wasn't going to pitch with a zero point five one ERA all year. And this is the perfect time to, to regress a little. So, yeah. And I, you know, I saw some people on Twitter saying, you know, bullpen mismanagement again, Ben mm-hmm. shouldn't have been in the game. And like, guys, I, I get that. But at the same time, it's May 22nd. David Bednar's pitched four games this month. Like right. you have to throw you, like you have to put him right. into the game he, at, at right. some point. Like you don't want the performance <laughs> we got from him tonight, tomorrow in a one run game. Right. He needs to, you know, he's, we got to keep him somewhat sharp. I mean, it's, yeah. he can't just sit there for two weeks at a time and we keep losing two to one um, or 10 to one, whatever. Um, yeah. So, I mean, mm-hmm. 
every single team, every single fan base can complain about bullpen management every single game. And I was before the Grand Slam, I'm like, oh, no, he's going to have to decide. It's going to be it's two to one. And he's going to have to decide to, to to does he bring out Ortiz, you know, or does he you know, all this sort of stuff. And no matter what he does, people weren't, you know, half the people weren't going to be happy. So I, right. I, I, try, I try not to get too worked up about that, that there's, you know, it, when it works, you're brilliant. When it doesn't, you're an idiot. So, yeah. Um, let's shift over to the offense. Andrew McCutcheon leads off the game today with his 1500th hit as a Pittsburgh pirate. Um, is that meaningful to you in any way? Uh, it's, it's not really, I mean, it's, it's It's still significant, right? It's, it's nice. I'm, we'll be happier when he gets his 2000th total hit, which I think he now 14 or 15 away from. Uh, I mean, look, he's been the best pirate of this century, <laughs> you know, I mean, yep. so, so, you know, Without every little thing, but I, I'm, uh, you know, I, I do love I, I, the analytics. I love all this stuff, but you know, um, I got kind of get tired with the, the most hits ever for a pirate on a Tuesday in May, the most, you know, it's okay. It's, you know, <laughs> let's, let's get back right. to the little bit larger, rounder, more significant mm-hmm. numbers, but Hey, it's great. I think what they said, only other nine other pirates have, have done that. And when you think of this team's history, you think of the, I mean, we probably have that many uh, hall of fame hitters, right? <laughs> I mean, so yeah, been around a while. Yeah. 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 I mean, a, a lot of guys, a lot, a lot of guys have come through and been really good for this team as, as hitters in, in the past. And uh, so, yeah, to, to, you know, to, to have some of those kind of numbers and seems like he's going to keep adding on. Um, and be, it would just be fantastic, you know, if he finishes the year with, you know, 1700. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 1,986 career hits now for Andrew McCutcheon. So he is 14 hits 14. away from 2000. Uh, he is six home runs away from 300 in that quarter category. He's uh he's three doubles away from 400 career doubles. So a lot right. of, uh, and he's way ahead of where I thought he'd be chasing these. I was really concerned that like it's going to be September and he needs you know two yeah. more home runs or something because he starts out slow normally. Mm-hmm. He has started out great, and if he has a nice June like he almost always does, uh, you know he could get some of these numbers, start knocking them off or, or at least getting darn close to them. So, yeah, no, he um he had two more hits today out of the leadoff spot, um, stole a base. He did have that you know base running blunder in the first inning where yeah. runners on the corners two outs Swinski breaks for second i don't know if mccutcheon just didn't know that that play was on or what but mccutcheon just kind of stood there in no man's land for yeah, a while i know it, was... uh, it just it was it was a terrible start to the game because yeah. you're just like what are we doing here we again? go again here we go um, how, how are we going to run ourselves out of innings again and yeah. you know it's one thing when it's g1 bay right we're a little frustrated but when andrew mccutcheon you know when it, if, if reynolds would have been thrown out on mm-hmm. that play you know i was like oh no not, please let him be safe we can't have another yeah. out at home plate um, yep yep um Let's see here. As far as the rest of the offense goes, um, they opened up the scoring in the second inning. 
Uh, Kebrian Hayes led off the inning with a double, pulled a ball left field over Robbie Grossman's head. Grossman didn't necessarily get a great jump on it or take no, a very good route to the right. to the ball. He was he was like Magellan out there a little bit. Um, but uh, Hayes starts off the inning with a double. Connor uh, Connor Joe uh, hits him in with a ground ball to short. Uh, that Hayes Marcano moved Marcano moved him to third, which yep. you know that's. Uh, when we've been effective offensively this year, it's that kind of stuff because we're not a, a, a great power hitting team and we have to, we have to string hits together. We have to, you know, and, and you, and have productive outs. And uh, for most of May, we haven't done that. So that was nice to see. Yeah. Outside of that, the offense was pretty quiet until the seventh inning, um, seventh inning again, I, I think uh, let's see, that was Brian Reynolds kind of got things started. Um, Brian Reynolds got a hit. Jack Swinski walked uh, to bring Carlos Santana to the plate. And this was all with two outs, wasn't it? This was all with two outs. Right, yeah, right, the yeah. whole inning was yeah, with two outs. Yeah, yeah. Santana comes to the plate, sneaks a ball through that three, four hole on the right side of the infield. Um, Adolis Garcia, by the way, absolute Man. cannon Man. out there in right field. <laughs> what a throw. <laughs> delivers delivers just a, yeah a cannon shot to uh jonah heim catching but um after some replay the umpire called brian reynolds out at the plate but after watching replay pirates challenged it uh his foot did barely sneak in there, he, he, got in uh, there. So, he, he was safe but whew, man he should he, not have been yeah, that close <laughs> yeah he was safe um and and that that gave the pirates a 2-1 lead there in the seventh inning um, and then from, from that point forward, uh, Hayes gets on, loads the bases for Tuca, Pita, Marcano. Doug, <laughs> I like to call him Tuke, as Cody would say. <laughs> and Tuca, Pita, Marcano launches his first career Grand Slam. And, I mean, at that point, yeah, it's it's still the, only the seventh inning, but kind of puts the game out of reach. Yeah. 6-1 with right. the way Ortiz was, way Ortiz was pitching. And, you know, like I said, worst case scenario, if you went to the bullpen, you were going to your two best relievers. So, yeah. yeah. So let's talk about Marcano. Two Capito Marcano, two for three today, a walk. You mentioned the one out that he did have. He moved Hayes over to right. third. Um, he gets the grand slam, four RBIs. Uh, his slash line on the year, he's now up to 268. He's Got a 350 on base percentage, a 437 slugging percentage. Right. Um, where has this Tucapito Marcano come from, Doug? Right. Well, I think it's the Tucapito Marcano that Ben Sherrington has been waiting for, right? I mean, he, he, he mm-hmm. you know, we've all, I, I think we've mocked that trade <laughs> a lot, you know, right? Or at least not that just that, you know, that he went for him twice and he just had to have him. Um, right. He's still so young. I, I you know, I, I remember when he, when uh, we first traded for him and I didn't realize I mean, he barely had any time in the minors, let alone the little stint he had in the majors with the Padres. Yep. He, the kid needed some, some at bats. And uh, uh, it looks like, you know, he's, he definitely, you know, plays the game the right way. He's, he, he seems, you know, like he's real focused. He has a good head on his shoulders. He, he makes the right play. Um, he, you know, he, he's not going to be that guy that, you know, makes, tries to make the crazy throw when he didn't have a chance and, you know, throws it into the stands, that sort of thing. He's going to make the routine play, which we talked about a little early. Um, and this team desperately needs that. And now with the bat, I mean, again, he's a good base runner um, and, it, you know, can, can seem to handle the, the bat pretty well. So, 
I don't know if he's going to keep up with, uh, you know, quite as doing it quite as well as, but if he can still, you know, wrap some doubles down the line, you know, I'll take grand slams as bonuses. Uh, I mean, he's playing well. Uh, he's solidified, solidified that middle infield a little bit. And, and man, we have needed that because we, we're just giving away, giving away bases. Yep. Um, and, and the, the, I think the thing that I want to talk about with Marcano more than anything, just seeing the difference, right. And you mentioned the age, right. So if, if you're not kind of aware of Tucapito Marcano and his time with, with the Padres, he was he was called up at 21 years old, straight from low from A low ball. A. Like he was <laughs> from A ball. He never played high A. He never played double A. He never played triple A. He goes from A ball to the Padres opening day roster, basically in 2021 as a 21 year old. Um, he he gets a little bit of playing time there before he gets sent to triple A. Uh, but but yeah, the Padres clearly liked him enough to be like, hey. Right. We trust you on our major league roster. And this is when the Padres like really started trying to. Yeah, they were they spending had, money. Yeah, yeah they had, like they had two Capito Marcano <laughs> on their twenty-six man roster. Right. Um, so you know, yeah, this was not a tryout situation, right? Right. Yeah. You know, this was like it was like we need we need somebody, and you're it. Um, and, and the thing with Marcano throughout the course of his minor league career, throughout the course of his major league career, um, really good contact rate. Right. And he, he doesn't strike out. He get he, he works counts. He, he gets on base. He walks decent amount. Um, just a good approach. Right. The issue with Marcano and and something that you may expect from a 21, 22 year old is he just didn't hit the ball that hard when he put the right. ball in play. Yeah. You know, just some quick, quick stack cast numbers here going into this year. His average uh, exit velocity was 90 point. Two, no, no, 84.7 in 2022. Um, this year, going into the day, it was 90.2. So that's about a 7% increase on your average exit velocity year over year. Um, his ball that he hit today was 104.4 miles per hour, 419 feet. Like he got all of that. Yeah, yeah, that, right. Yeah, that was not a cheap mm-hmm. one, right? I mean, that, yeah. was, that was a legit, not, you know, Oh, it was only a home run here or there. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. No. So um, it's, it's really nice to see him. I don't know if this is necessarily turning a corner, but he, uh, he just, he looks like he belongs at right. least in the major leagues. Like he's, you're not seeing a bat. You're not seeing non-competitive at bats from Tuca Peter Marcano. And you are now seeing him hitting the ball harder this year than we've seen him hit the ball in the, in the past. He looks like a guy that can contribute to a good team, right? I mean, you, you, you get Cruz back. He can give Cruz a, a day off here and there, and you're not like, oh, geez, what's going to, you know, how bad will this go? He can play a little second, play a little whatever. Um, and, and, you know, again, it seems like uh, when you need a, a, a productive at bat, you can bring him in. <laughs> yes, you did call him a fringe. <laughs> Was that change. me? Was that me? Did I, I say may, that? I have been you. I, have been you. I, I, I can't I, remember. I, I would – I feel you, you, safe saying that about all of us at one point or another has said, yeah. you know, what's the deal with Marcano? Why is he on this roster? So here's the thing. When you're on video talking about the pirates every day, you got to have a short memory, right? Yeah. You get, you got to say one thing and then you just forget you said you're, you're, you gotta be a, a cornerback <laughs> or a closer, right? Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. you give up this yeah. one. It's all right. <laughs> no, but he's, I mean, really impressive so far for Marcano. His, um, 
Weighted runs created plus on the year up to 117, by the way, after mm. after today's outing. So lots of good stuff. Um, who else you want to talk about? Uh, Carlos Santana. You know, okay. he, he's, he's not hitting home runs. He, uh, it's still, man, I just like the way he plays. You know, he, he has a good at bat, he, the, the intensity. I mean, he, uh, it's just, uh, you know, like 37 years old, just hustling and stealing a base. I mean, you know, um, I just, I just, I, I knew he was a good player. You know what I'm saying? I just didn't appreciate, again, all these little things that he seems to bring. And, and uh, you know, hopefully the, the power will pick up. He, he's definitely due. I think he's in the longest stretch of his career without a home run. But, uh Again, just a good at bat every time. And, you know, for so long, we've not seen a lot of that. So it's so refreshing to know that, all right, this guy's going to come up and he, he's, yeah, he's, again, the non competitive at bat. He's not going to do that. Yeah. Um, and when it's, you know, it's crunch time, he's, he, he, he's not shy. He's, he's not scared. So there's a reason why the guy's been in the major leagues for 14 years. Yeah. Uh, and he basically, plays a full season every year like the, the guy's a the guy's kind of like an iron man like a modern day lou gehrig Doug. yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. like i mean he's he's been I mean, not necessarily like that but like for, for like for for modern day baseball, for modern day baseball he, right he, he is um yeah he's... He, he goes out there almost every day he, he's played over 155 games one two three four five six seven eight times in his career like right. the dude just he he plays baseball is somebody you can count on uh he he's provided some really good stability at first base for this team yeah. you know defensive Again, first base another like, what is that? very refreshing change because i can't yeah. remember the last full time you know we, we've had some guys that could play it once in a you know once in a while that were good defensively but you know was was adam laroche the last <laughs> decent defensive first baseman we had that was a long time ago um so, yeah. so yeah, it's nice. It's uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, he plays hard. He plays smart. Uh, I, I get the feeling that you know, it seems like the the leadership qualities are real. And, and uh, uh, yeah, I, I, it'd be nice to get him a little more rest here and there. Maybe you could bring up, I don't know, somebody from Louisville or from Indianapolis who went to Louisville. That's right. <laughs> you know, who play some right field, maybe right. a DH once in a while. And yeah, there's somebody know. out there, but um. No, four defensive runs saved on the year for Carlos Santana so far. So, yeah, I mean, just solid, solid job defensively. The, the offense hasn't quite been there that you'd hope it to be. But like you mentioned, no. he's he's giving you professional at-bats. He's not right. – he, he's he's doing little things here and there when needed uh, that, that, yeah, like everybody in the comments here, you know, just I, – I, I have been – a very big fan of the Carlos Santana edition thus far, even though yeah. the production isn't necessarily where you want it to be. No, not yet. Hopefully it'll, yeah, hopefully it'll get there. Uh, All right. Well, Doug, that's 31 minutes, but Hey, you know what? This was a, this was a good game. Six to yeah. four win over the Rangers. Um, anything else you want to talk about before we kind of wrap things up here no it's, i mean it's a great start to the week like i said now all we have to do is split uh maybe rich hill can pitch as well as he did last week and uh, we can get another one um yeah it'd be another... it'd be nice to see you know a nice little stretch of some run scoring yeah um, you know so i i'm with you there yeah, another tough matchup tomorrow to nathan yavaldi on the mound 
for the uh, the Rangers, and he has been outstanding this year. Right. Uh, Rich Hill coming off his best start as a Pirate, um, you know, six scoreless innings against the Tigers. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm interested to see how tomorrow goes. Uh, again, this uh, would be really nice to take this series. Rodriguez, Gallon, Dunning, oh, you know, why else we put Uvalde on there as well, right? I mean, we, we giant killers. Yeah, giant exactly. killers is who we are. Yeah, I mean, come on, <laughs> where, where's Verlander and Scherzer? We're ready. Bring them. Bring them on. <laughs> we play the Mets soon, I think. Right? So, I think we do. Yeah, it's. I mean, yeah, it, it was a fun game you know that it was close it was tense mm-hmm. it was great and you know ortiz was just phenomenal the offense came alive uh again two outs two outs hitting which uh we strung some hits together got the big hit no complaints it was it was a, a you know again we did some of our mm-hmm. our base path magic on you know but all, all in all pretty yeah. clean game and uh you know uh, i'll be back here tomorrow so let's do another one Doug's back for another win, hopefully. Yeah, um, good execution today by the Buckos. Again, they win six to four. They are 25 and 22 on the season. Milwaukee is getting murdered right now, 10 to 1. So most likely you're looking at another tie for first place uh, by yeah. the night. And uh yeah, let's see how long we can uh can keep this yeah. going. The pirates are the uh if it's not the journey, it's the destination, right? If, if if you'd have told anybody at the beginning of the season we'd be three games over and tied for first place on May 22nd, we'd all think that's wonderful. We would just – that would be great. We, every one of us would have taken that and been happy as can be. But the way we got there, <laughs> going from 20 and 8 to, to 20 – what is it, 24 and 21, 25? I don't know. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, – we're, we're – uh, Pirates fans, man, we got it rough. Even when we got it better than we thought we would, we've got it rough. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, guys, thank you so much for hopping in. Thank you, everybody, for all the comments while we were on here. Um, we'll be back tomorrow with another post-game show. Again, Pirates win 6-4. to four. See you guys later. See you guys tomorrow night. Hey, you all, thank you for watching. I know we try to provide the most entertaining content that we can, uh, and we'd love to spread it to as many people as possible. So uh, I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but if you could take the five seconds to like this video and subscribe to the page, it helps out so much more than you know. Thank you, and let's go Bucks.